Pope Francis affirms a two-state solution. He also launched a seven-year action plan aligning with the global sustainable development goals. These events and others have confused some people about the role of the Pope and the role of the Antichrist in the end time. We will analyze these prophecies and more on this open line edition of End of the Age. You're listening to an End of the Age Encore presentation. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. I do thank you for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And yes, I will be taking your calls today. It's open line. The number to reach me, one 877 And I will say at the beginning of the program, I'm going to be taking your calls, but... I I will take questions, absolutely, but I know that a lot of you wanted to call in uh, on Wednesday, November 3rd. We recognized and remembered the one-year anniversary of Irvin Baxter, the uh, founding president, CEO, uh, teacher, preacher, uh, man of God in all of our lives, and when I made the announcement last November 3rd, we took an entire week, and people called in just one right after another. Our, our, our phones exploded, and people wanting to share thoughts about Irvin and the way he affected their life. If you want to do that today, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I know we can only take so many calls during a program. A lot of people wanted to call in. I had a full bank of phone lines on Wednesday. Vincent Doug had full banks of phone lines yesterday, and so I know I've already got a couple phone uh, people on the line that want to share their thoughts about Irvin and how he impacted their lives, because really he did, everybody. I know we've got a lot of new listeners, and we're on new radio programs or stations and things all the time. Our social networking sites are just going crazy, and we've got a lot of new listeners and so that's why I wanted to take time on Wednesday. Doug and Vince took time yesterday and shared about Irvin because Irvin, um, God called him into a prophetic ministry years and years ago. A God called man and gave him a vision, started showing him, revealing him the interpretation of these prophecies that we teach every day. And as a result of that, we've got hundreds of hours of teaching and um, just really helping us know how to get through the end times, all the different things he laid out, the world government, world religion, the, the um, precursors to the mark of the beast. We talked about all that stuff. He's been talking about it for years. The modern nations in the Bible, how God miraculously revealed that stuff to Irvin Baxter. Um, the, the prophecy of the green horse with the four horsemen of the apocalypse in Revelation chapter 6. The Bible says it's a pale horse, but it should have been translated green because the original Greek word was chloros, which was translated green every other time in the Bible. But yet when the translator looked at it, he thought, man, a green horse, I've never seen that. 
But of course, we teach a lesson on the four horsemen and that that's a green horse, the spirit of Islamism. And I've got some information on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go straight to the phones. I know that the first caller, Alan Mouncey, is calling all the way from New Zealand. And so a uh, great friend of ours, great friend of the ministry. I know Irvin Baxter impacted his life in many ways. So God bless you, my friend. Welcome to End of the Age. Thank you for taking my call today, Dave. Absolutely. Yes, Brother Baxter or Irvin. Um, I remember when I was first given a magazine, and at the time, back in 1996, and the pastor's wife saying to me when she came back to New Zealand a couple of years later, and she asked me, what had I been doing with the end time? And by then I got myself a chart and was teaching and ordered the magazines. What was not known at that stage, Dave, to me, was that God had spoken to her and told her that that would be my ministry, and <laughs> unbelieving, here we are in right. 2021, and we've been doing it ever since, yeah. and uh, so God has a plan and a purpose for all of us, but um, Brother Baxter was, he was an amazing man, you know, I was privileged to be able to, you know, he'd given me his number, and I could text him or call him, and he always made himself available, and many people have said that, he was definitely true and genuine mm-hmm. and uh, he never had a bad thing to say about people and he always encouraged you to have the good side of things and so I really appreciate that relationship with him and because of me calling in since 1999 we've been able to meet people all over New Zealand send material do seminars um, do conferences things like that send material up to Papua New Guinea to Australia mm-hmm. Cook Islands all because of end time ministry so all of the years that We've been calling and we've had supporters, you know, uh, supporting end-time ministry. So I appreciate, I appreciate every single person that puts into the kitty for uh, end-time because uh, we're reaching people all around the South Pacific. Yes, sir. Well, I know that we've been longtime friends, Alan, and that <clears throat> I tell people many times that we're reaching people all over the world. You guys are literally on the other side of the world from us, but we just sent a family that lived on the other side of New Zealand that met you halfway and you baptized them in a river. And uh, when we say we're reaching people around the world, we really are. But all of that is a reflection of what Irvin... God started this with Irvin Baxter years ago. Started revealing this stuff to him back in the mid-60s. And then all during this time, he wrote the books and DVDs. And he's, he's been to Papua New Guinea and taught this stuff. That's when he got put in jail over there. And... He's been all over. He's been to China. He went all over the world teaching and preaching this stuff. And it has affected all of our lives. And so um, I know that he's reached you as well. And, hey, we're not done yet, my friend. I know that. One of the things, Dave, um, I can remember back when I first was introduced to this listening to the, the old video series, The Ten Lessons, back when we first got them in early 1996, and actually embracing it. And then um, the, the most amazing thing that people have all pointed out is how clear and uh, understandable Brother Baxter would teach the material. And the thing is that if you got it, it would just reveal one thing after another and things became so clear. And I think that was the most amazing thing about it is if you got it, it was almost like in Jesus' day. Yeah. He was teaching, but some people would get it and other people wouldn't get it. And Brother Baxter's teaching is exactly the same. If you can listen to it and hear what he's saying as God is speaking through the lessons and you actually get it, it opens amazing doors for you. Yes, sir. And that, that's yeah. one of the things I've heard over and over, Alan, is that 
Irvin Baxter was a master at taking a very hard subject and making it easy to understand. And, you know, if, if people all the time talking over your head, there's no point. But he was, a, he was a master at it, and he wanted to be effective, and God really used him in that to take some really hard subject. I mean, honestly, he made the book of Revelation understandable. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that, and I know you are as well, Alan. I do thank you for calling in. God bless you, my friend. Look forward to talking to you in the future. Well, everybody, I mean, I, I'm, it's open line, one 363 8463 I know Irvin Baxter affected many people. And I'll talk about him the rest of the day. I'd be happy to. Uh, Or we can take a call and answer some questions. God bless. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel when you subscribe to end of the age plus today for just $12.99 a month you can watch all of our content in a secure easy to view way from your favorite device when you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources including revelation the unveiling of jesus christ understanding the end time end time magazine and so much more We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and end of the age plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. You're listening to an End of the Age Encore presentation. Okay, everybody. Well, I've got, I'm, I've got some callers on the line, but let me, let me make a quick announcement. My last conference, prophecy conference of the year, is going to be next weekend. That's November 13th and November 14th. I'll be in Westlaco, Texas, all the way down on the border. I'll be at the Family Life Ministries of Westlaco, 2403 West Mile, 10 North. And on Saturday, November 13th, 6 p.m., I'll be teaching the future according to Bible prophecy, the giant timeline. And then on Sunday, November 14th at 10 a.m. in the morning, I'll be doing my uh, Breaking Prophetic Fulfillments. There's so much happening in the news right now. And, you know, if I get time, I'm going to go to all the calls. But if I get time, uh, I will talk to you about the, what's going on with the Vatican News and that the Pope has just affirmed a two-state solution, which really is Israel trading land for peace. I would never endorse that. 
I do not believe Israel should give up one square inch of that land over there. God promised Abraham and his descendants to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that land forever. And myself as a Christian, knowing about the Bible and what God promised Abraham, I would never endorse that. But Pope Francis just had a meeting with Mahmoud Abbas and endorsed the two-state solution. And so that's, that's prophetic. And then also the seven-year uh, climate action plan uh, the, that Pope Francis is wanting to do, aligning up with the Sustainable Development Goals, with world government. They're all pushing for the same thing. So we'll get into some of that. If I, um, if I get to where I don't have a call, then we will, uh, I'll get off into some of that information. But remember that conference coming up next week. Uh, it's my last one of the year. If you anywhere down near Westlaco, down on the border, uh, look forward to seeing you down there. We always have a great conference. The last time I did a conference down there, the entire church was packed. And there were people standing all the way across the back and people out in the vestibule. I mean, it was crazy. So... Looking forward, and I, it was this. It was very, very. It was just about like that when Irvin went down there. This will be my second time down there. So looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, so I got another call, Georgine in Texas. God bless my friend. Welcome to End of the Age. God bless you. Thank you. Okay, as, as I listened to the show the past few days, I noticed there's callers, and they were saying how tearful they've been. And I'm going to tell you what I really think. I really think that. I have spent more face time with Irvin than anyone in my family because every weekday I would watch the end of the age. Then I did Jerusalem Prophecy College. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at night we'd watch the DVDs. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say to your audience, if you're at home and you're trying to pick up the phone to call and you're just paralyzed with tears like I've been for two days, mm-hmm. just worship God and just thank him so much that Irvin gave his knowledge and his knowledge is still living on. Yeah. And we can watch we're, we're living during exciting times where we can like watch the resources yeah. and replay them over and over again. Yep. So um, the legacy I wanted to say uh, is, number one, he taught on true Christianity, and mm-hmm. then your ministry snatched my family from the fires of hell by yeah. helping us to find a church family. Amen. Number two, Irvin kept us from being deceived so we can have hope. And number three, he educated and empowered us to be equipped to carry on his legacy. Yeah. Amen. Uh, and I know that I've been to Israel with you guys, and you guys have showed up to my yes. conference. And um, I, I was there when you're in, in Houston when your daughter uh, received the Holy Ghost. What an awesome experience that was. And so I feel like we're family, Georgine. We are. That's why I think I, I just can't stop crying. And I was so happy to hear Alan because he was with us on the tour. Yep. But, yes, it, our lives have been transformed. One more thing. I don't know if you heard about Perry Stone saying about that when Irvin p- passed away, it was like Methuselah. Yeah. And that the flood of evil. Did you ever hear about that? I, I did hear about that. Yeah. And to me, it's like, wow. I mean, that just that's it's one of those things that was out there. And I think, wow, it, it did usher in a whole year of evil. And just to be able to get through this year and to be able to hear your voice and know that y'all are doing great. I just wanted to say thank you so much for letting me say my few little things, and then thank you so much for, for serving us and for serving Jesus. Absolutely. Hey, this is a God calling on all of our lives, um, Georgine, and, and like you said, that we helped you know the truth and gave you an opportunity to not continue down the same path that you had been going most of your life. And so, very, very important 
That's the goal of end time ministries is to teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. The gospel of the kingdom of God is simply that the God of heaven is coming back before very long to establish his kingdom here on the earth and let us show you how to be a part of that kingdom. And that's what we're doing. We're doing it all around the world. We're reaching people globally. And every month, somebody from every country listed at the United Nations, at least one person visits our website from every nation on the planet once a month. Now, we've got hundreds of thousands of people that visit, but at least somebody from every country around the world. So we are literally reaching people. I just dealt with some... um, a, a, a couple ladies, now think about this, everybody. A couple ladies in Slovakia, a communist country, went through our JPC course, our JPC college. They graduated from it, Jerusalem Prophets College Online. They went through it. They were born again themselves. They started baptizing people. People were receiving the Holy Ghost. They've got 12 people in Slovakia that have been born again now, a communist country. And I'm not going to call their names, but they are, it's happening around the world. We're seeing it. I'm, sent, I'm having to get a hold of missionaries all over the place to try to find people a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. And I do have access to missionaries in just about every country. People that follow end-time ministries that are in the military all over the world. I've dealt with people in Abu Dhabi and all across the Middle East and in China, where and, and diff, I mean all over the place, people in the military calling us and saying, "Hey, I'm following you guys every night. Here's what's going on in my life." I mean, it's happening, folks. God has opened so many doors, and so all of this was a result of God calling Irvin Baxter into this at 18, 19 years old, and just piqued his interest, and he just started consuming. Prophecy, And God said, okay, I'm going to use you to reveal these prophecies too. And we are going to reach the world with this message. And it's been awesome. So thank you, Georgine. I know that um, we're lifelong friends. And so I, uh, from here on out, and I do, I do want to say God bless you all. Thank you for the call. And thank, thank you for calling in today. Um, let's go to Wayne in Ohio. God bless Wayne. Welcome to End of the Age. Oh, hi. Uh uh, uh, is the mark of the, how close you are to the mark of the beast and Obama being the Antichrist. Yeah, so your question, is Obama the Antichrist? I don't know if he is or not. Another question, are we going to have a dark winter next winter, this winter? Okay, I didn't understand you there, Wayne. What was that again? Are we going to have a dark winter this winter? You said a dark winter? Yeah. Okay. Not not sure I understand that question. As far as a dark winter, you mean politically wise, spiritually wise, or uh, I'm not sure about that. I know that. Let me answer your first question. What what is Obama the Antichrist? That's a speculation a lot of people have. No, Obama is not the Antichrist. The Antichrist comes from Europe. The Bible's very very specific on that. He doesn't come from the United States. The United States is not Mystery Babylon. He doesn't come from the Middle East. He comes from the revived Holy Roman Empire. Holy Roman Empire is prophesied about in uh, Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7. The Bible says that the Antichrist, that the ten horns 
on the ten-horned beast in in Daniel chapter 7. That symbolizes the reborn Holy Roman Empire or the current European Union. And the Bible says the Antichrist, a little horn, come up among three, uprooted three, and became great and had a mouth speaking great things. That's the Antichrist. And the Bible says specific the Bible says specifically he comes out of the European Union. So it can't be Obama, it cannot be Donald Trump, it cannot be Joe Biden. And so it's very, very important that we understand those things. And I may get into that here in just a moment, um, if I can get into some of my other material. As far as What's that? Another thing I heard, my sister sent me a video that they're building up in New York, uh, a a Nobby Project. Nobby, I mean, Nobby Project or something like that. About the, about the, I mean, next year they're going to have it up in New York or whatever. They're building up something. Hobby Nobby or whatever you call it. Abu Dhabi? Yeah, something Okay, like so that. yeah, you're talking about the Abrahamic house over in Abu Dhabi where they've got a church, a mosque, and a synagogue, and it's a, an interfaith thing. Yeah, that is supposed to be completed in 2022. They're already working on it. Um, and, you know, it's another thing we're watching. It's one of the things I'm putting in one of my articles for the, the beginning of the year, what to watch for next year, the ongoing fulfillment of the interfaith movement, the world religious system. And so, um, hope that, hope that answers your question, Wayne. As far as the dark winter, I'm not 100% sure I know what you're referring to. Um, we, you know, we'll just have to follow the Lord and see what happens. For me, I can tell you, it's not going to be a dark winter. I don't, I'm not going to have a dark winter. I'm, my hands in Jesus Christ. I'm safe. I've got peace and hope and trust. I don't, I'm not really worried about what's coming. And so I don't live in fear. So, to answer your question, Wayne, for me, no, it's not going to be a dark winter. If I was not serving Jesus Christ, yeah, I'd be a little concerned. But you can change that this weekend. Go to a church. Give your life to the Lord. Be born again. Change your outlook on life. Change your entire perspective. And nobody will have a dark winter if they do that. So God bless you, my friend. going to let you go. i got a full bank of callers here. Let's go to um, Jackie in Texas. God bless, my friend. Welcome uh, to End of the Age. Yes, Dave. This is Jackie Simshack. Yes. And <clears throat> I'm watching you right now without sound, but um, I feel real led to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, <clears throat> let, uh, let all the viewers know that Urban Baxter has helped me tremendously in what I wrote. Yeah. And um, even though if my book doesn't get out, you know, published out in the world, uh, his voice, uh, the Lord's voice, is loud and clear in what I wrote, because if you would go back to Isaiah 61, mm-hmm. 1 to 3, um, I won't read it all, but um, it, it just talks about, you know, why the Lord came in the first place. And uh, where I was in the middle of this whole ordeal for me, um, I had to write about it. It's about spiritual warfare. But I wanted to just um, tell you, your, your audience, Urban Baxter talked about the Pope, Catholicism, and that's what I wrote about. So yeah. just to let you know, just thank you. All right. Thank you very much for the call, Jackie, and God bless you. And. Yeah, Irvin was in, he impacted so many people's lives, really globally. I talked to, um, I was on the Jim Baker program, I don't know, a couple Fridays ago. 
and he, or three Fridays ago, I'm sorry, and he told me, he said, Irvin Baxter was the greatest Bible teacher I've ever talked to. And he's interviewed everybody. I saw his Hall of Fame back there in the back of everybody he's interviewed. He, he interviewed Ronald Reagan for several hours, a lot of different people. And Irvin Baxter was just a very special, God-inspired, God-led individual. And so um, that's what made the ministry so effective. And it's been, become hugely successful. And when I say successful, does that mean that we're all millionaires? No, it does not. It means that he, he was preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, just like Jesus did, just like the apostles. He was not physically wealthy in this life, but spiritually, think about this. And the most important thing, he was fabulously wealthy. Because when the trumpet sounds, Irvin Baxter will come out of that grave one of these days and we'll be with the Lord forever. The Bible says to be absent from the body is a presence in, to be in the presence of the Lord. That's where he's at now. And so Irvin Baxter was a fabulously wealthy man spiritually. And so that's what we're all striving for, right? Because you can, be, you can live under the bridge somewhere. Now, God forbid, but you can live under the bridge somewhere and make it to heaven. And so, and be a smashing success in this life. So, um, just remembering, you know, my father-in-law, he was a spiritual mentor to me. He was a, he brought the Bible alive with me. I went to Israel with him. I think I've been to Israel 14 or 15 times. I saw so many people's lives change. We baptized hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people in Israel over the years, and I had a professor, his name's Gary Brubaker, he might be listening, I had a, a uh, he was a teacher in college, if I remember right, some kind of a professor, and he said that when he got baptized, he pulled me off to the side and he said, Dave, this is the first day of the rest of my life. I thought I had it all figured out, but now I know I do, and man, I mean, a very smart, well-read individual changed his life. And I've seen that happen over and over and over. And so many people, we go to Israel together, pastors that would tell me, Dave, all my Bible stories just changed. This changed my life. And a lot of it was a direct result of Irvin's teaching while we were there taking people on a prophecy tour. And that's another thing. I know we're coming up to a break. I'll get to the callers as soon on the other side of the break if they can hold with me. they got some good questions coming up. But going to Israel and seeing all those live change all them years, we're going to be taking more trips to Israel. As soon as this COVID uh, vaccine mandate comes off in Israel, we're going back. And so uh, hopefully that'll happen before very long. I know they're letting tourists in now, but you got to be vaccinated. As soon as that comes off, we're certainly going to go back. God bless. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You're listening to an End of the Age Encore presentation. Well, welcome back, everybody. And I know that, you know, we're talking a lot about Irvin Baxter. And one of the things I think that has affected so many people's lives over the years is that we teach prophecy. Now, you realize there's some, there is some ominous events, ominous prophetic events that are coming in the end time. And, we, you know, we don't ignore that. We talk about it all the time. But the thing is, is that we do not teach prophecy as fear. We teach prophecy. We teach a message of hope during that time. We know that the greatest time of revival the world's ever known. The Antichrist is not going to smash everybody on the planet like a bug. That's not going to happen. There will be people that are preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom of God all the way to the end. I remember uh, we went to a prophecy conference when I was about, I'm going to say 10, 11 years old in there. And I remember distinctly, I can still hear it. The guy said, this is the last sound you'll ever hear. And he had a bomb go off and he had him turn the speakers way up. And I mean, it scared me to death. I was running to the altar to, to repent and cry out to God. I thought God was coming that night. It scared me to death. And that was his method of, you know, getting people to change their lives. But the fact of the matter is, is that we teach prophecy a message of hope. Irvin Baxter was about hope, faith, and trust in Jesus Christ. He will take you all the way through. And folks, listen to me. He's going to. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. I'm not teaching you got to go hide yourself in a foxhole and hope nobody finds you in the end time. That's not what we teach. The Bible says, during the time of the Antichrist, they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. So we're going to be, the true church of Jesus Christ is not a weak, anemic organization in the end time that's going to be hiding in a cave somewhere. Just like the apostles had great revivals and and many great, wonderful works of God in their life and a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost in their life, during the Roman soldiers being right there in Jerusalem under the reign of a world government. That's how the true church of Jesus Christ will be functioning in the last days. 
We're going to be moving straight forward, having great times of revival. The Antichrist can worry about himself. I'm going to be worrying about teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Man, I love, I, love, I love this stuff. I get fired up because we believe this stuff. Message of hope. Okay, back to the phones. Um, Don from Colorado. God bless my friend. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Don. Oh, he just hung up. Okay. Well, so here's, I'll answer his question. Um, he had a question about is... Could Prince Charles be the Antichrist? The question is, that's, that is certainly possible. I know that Prince Charles is a huge advocate of world government, and he, he was actually at the COP26, the um, Glasgow, Scotland, uh, United Nations Conference of, on climate change this week, and he spoke there. And he, he's a globalist. He believes in a world government. He's in line to be king. And so, very influential individual. And so, yeah, he absolutely, it is definitely a possibility Prince Charles could be the Antichrist. Now, can I say that for 100% right now? No, I can't. We, until, he's, until he is revealed at the time of the abomination of desolation, when he stands in a rebuilt Jewish temple and proclaims to be God, we will not know who the Antichrist is. I could name off several people who I think could be the, the Antichrist. But at the end of the day, we don't know at this point. I do know he will come from the current European Union, which certainly could be um, Great Britain. The Bible says that the, in uh, the world religious system in Revelation 13, that, it, that world religion had the mouth of the lion. You say, well, what about Brexit? I know all about Brexit, but the Bible still says Great Britain is going to be involved. Could that be Prince Charles? That is certainly possible. So it's something that we will have to watch in the near future. Okay, back to the phones. Pat in Michigan. God bless Pat. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. Um, I just wanted to say how uh, blessed I was by Brother Baxter. Uh, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. Um he, uh, what I loved about him was what a gentleman he was. Mm-hmm. Always just a soft word, even with uh, challengers, things yeah. like that. Um, also, the cha- he changed my life. In I've been studying prophecy, I think, since 1972. Okay. I'm a grandma now. And I always wondered about the United States, and most people did not find it. And so when I heard Brother Baxter on Daniel 7-4 and Romans 12-14, I prayed for two years asking the Lord to confirm this, if this is really accurate. Mm -hmm. And he finally did. And that has changed my prayer life, um, interceding for the United States. It really has, has had such an impact on me. Yes. So, and I just want to say what a wonderful job, everyone, and especially you and the other two guys, Doug and, and Vince, are doing <clears throat> to pick up the mantle. And we just really appreciate it. And I love um, End Times Plus. So that's all oh, I had to say, Dave. Thank you. I'll let you go on to other people. Thank you much, Pat. And, uh, yeah, that's, that is a thing uh, about Irvin Baxter. I will tell you, I knew Irvin Baxter from the time I was nine years old. He became my father-in-law when I was 20 years old, and he was my father-in-law for 32 years. 
And I'll tell you this in all sincerity and honesty. I never saw Irvin Baxter mad or act out of the way in my entire life. I've been on vacations with him. I've stayed all night with him. I have been at every Thanksgiving and Christmas for decades. I've been with him in some sticky situations when people took advantage of the ministry and just a lot of different things and in his home church. And I never saw him mad or act out of the way. He's probably the greatest Christian I've ever known in my entire life. And so, yeah, am I bragging on him? Am I thankful for him? Yeah, I am. I would not be who I am or doing what I do today without Irvin Baxter. And so, yes, I am so thankful for him. And, you know, God chose to take him home a year ago. He could have healed him. But he did choose to take him home. And, wow, Irvin Baxter's influence will live on, really, in my life and in many of your lives until the trumpet sounds. So thankful for the life that he was willing to lay down. He laid down his own life. He didn't have his goals and aspirations went out the window when God called him into a ministry like this. And that's where we're at. Uh, I don't really, this is my life. This is Doug's life, Vince's life, all our whole family. Our life is wrapped up in this ministry. You know why? You know why I'm so invested in this? Is because number one, God's called us into it. But number two, I've seen all the lives that were changed. People have hope in the end time now instead of fear. And that's one of the biggest things to me. It's my driver in my life is seeing people's eyes opened up and saying, oh my goodness, I don't have to be scared out of my mind going into the end time. I can have hope and trust and faith in Jesus Christ that he will take me through. And it's very, it's, it changes your whole perspective on the things that are coming in the near future. So um, thank you, Pat, for the call. God bless you, my friend. Um, let's go to Ray uh, in Alabama. God bless Ray. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Thank you. I uh, got a question and, a, I guess, a testimony. I'll try to make it quick. So when uh, the first resurrection, that happens at, at the Battle of uh, Armageddon, is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And then, you know, Christ, so that's when all the Christians rise up, and then Christ reigns for a hundred, a thousand years. And, and then there's a second rapture, that, and, that, and then that's when the actual rapture takes place? Is that what I'm... No, no, there's only one rapture. And that's at the, oh. the, the rapture, Ray, is when the Lord will come back split the clouds wide open, send his angels with the sound of a trump to gather the elect. The dead in Christ will rise first. The Christians who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet them in the air. The Bible says, so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's the rapture. That only happens one time in the future. Oh, okay. And yeah. then and then Jesus Christ will reign for a thousand years yes. uh, on earth, correct? Yes, that's correct. Oh, I'm, I must have misunderstood that. Good deal. Well, thanks for uh, confirming that for me. All right, Ray. God bless you, my friend, and I, and I do thank you for the call. Um, Same to you. Did, Ray, did you have a question on the Declaration of Independence in the Bible or anything like that? Oh, yes, sir. I wanted to share with the other day. I, uh, I just find it phenomenal, man, that scripture of uh, Daniel 7 and 4. Yeah. And uh, and I was sharing that with a Baptist fellow the other day. I was uh, <clears throat> And and so I said, uh, uh, you know, I want to show you how the Declaration of Independence. And he was, 
he wanted to see it. So I went and got my phone, and yeah. I showed it to him, and, and it didn't hit him till I said, now, what day do we celebrate our independence? And he said, July 4th. I said, look at that verse and yeah. chapter and verse, brother. Yeah. And I saw he immediately shook a little bit, you know, like a cold. <laughs> and I said, man, what's your feeling there? There's a Holy Spirit. And he said, wow. Yeah. Couldn't believe it, you know. Absolutely. That's yeah, a that is a that's a revolutionary scripture that for people yes, that sir. have never followed this at all, um, that's the first prophecy that the Lord ever revealed to my father-in-law, Urban Baxter. Really? Uh, was the United States um, in the Bible? Really? Absolutely. Well, yeah, it, he was. It, it is. It yeah, oh, he it. was. He, he was. He was in Starks, Louisiana. And when he was out evangelizing, this would have been mid-60s, uh, yeah, mid-60s, about 1964, 1965, he was out evangelizing, uh, just preaching, wasn't, wasn't teaching prophecy at all. He was, he was a, a, an evangelist, having revivals in Starks, Louisiana. And during his eight years of evangelism, he would go and pray three hours a day, and he would study his Bible three hours a day. He was over in the pastor's office studying his Bible, and he saw that in Daniel 7, and he thought, man, that looks like the United States in the Bible. God showed it to him, and he went and told his wife, Judy, he said, babe, I think I found the United States in the Bible, and he told her, and she said, oh my goodness, that actually looks like that's the case. And then God revealed to him the other modern nations in the Bible, and then the rest is history after that. He just started opening his eyes up, so... Um, yeah, it is a revolutionary scripture once you get it, Ray. Yes, sir. Yep. And, and I want to say to the listeners, if I, I watched it the other day after you guys had the anniversary on November 3rd. Yeah. Man, go, go and Google, guys. Go, Google uh, 30th anniversary, Brother Baxter. It is a phenomenal test of testimonies yeah. of, of how all this happened. Yeah. And it's just a phenomenal story. I watched all four hours of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, well, that's a lot of material uh, to digest. But, uh, Ray, I, I do thank you for the call. I'm going to let you go. i got a lot of other callers on. And I've got, uh, we're going to go to break here in a minute. And I know uh, I'm going to try to get to all of you guys uh, before it's over with, and ladies. But, um, again, like you say, like Ray just said, the... The influence that Irvin Baxter had, everything that he did, the the, um, the miracles that we have been through, miracle after miracle after miracle in this ministry, God miraculously moving us from Richmond, Indiana, down here to Dallas, Texas, and everything else that's happened over the years. Wow. It lets me know that God has been with us from the beginning, and he's going to take us all the way through to the end. And we share this with you all the time because everybody out there needs hope. The, the, the news media is all about fear. We're about hope. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon-coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. You're listening to an End of the Age Encore presentation. Well, everybody, I'm going to go straight back to the phones. I'm going to try to get to everybody before the end of the program. Let's go to Kevin all the way up in Washington. God bless, Kev. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, I just have a quick comment, and I'll, I'll take your answer off the air. Yes. I just don't understand why this has to be so complicated. You know, the end times and all this crap. Right. I don't get it. Okay. It's really hard. And uh, what's it? Sorry. Sit up here. The second comment I have is, why in the heck did, I know this is stupid, but why did he have to go now? Seems like he would have been perfect for what's going on right now. Right. And uh, I, just, see, I just don't understand why it couldn't be more easier about when I'm coming, this is what's going to happen. You know, and made it more simpler. It's just it's really complicated. Okay. So that's it. All right, Kevin. Well, I do thank you for the call. Let me see if I can answer that because I think a lot of people have that question. Uh, because when you look at Bible prophecies and all the things that are going to happen throughout the end time, and you know, why did God put us here to where we had to make all these decisions, and you know, we had to face the Antichrist and the Great Tribulation and all these things? Why? The thing is, I think it's all about perspective, Kevin. It, when, if a person is not serving the Lord, and they're not following God, and they're not in a good church, and they don't understand some of these things, then all you're left to is your own devices and to what you can glean from the nightly news and uh, what you, your education that you got in school and... And, and what life has been able to teach you, the hard knocks of life. If you're not following God, you're not a part of a church, you're not following the Bible, what else, what else are you left with? And so, yes, it would seem like it would be kind of scary, kind of difficult to grasp the, some of the things in life, to deal with some of the situations. If I had to deal with some of the situations that I've had to deal with in my life without God, I honestly don't know what I would have done, Kevin. But the thing is, you can change all that. A person can turn towards God, move towards a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church, which is very important throughout the end time. People of like-minded faith together. There's strength in numbers. And people gathering together and praying and, and, and sharing testimonies and hearing the Word of God from a God-called minister and letting God lead you through times in your life when you're struggling. Uh, maybe you're having marital issues or, um, you know, you're having maybe a financial crisis. Well, if you can talk to somebody who's been through maybe that same marital issue, but God helped them through that and they can share that with you, it will strengthen you. And so it's very important that in my life, I haven't always lived for God. 
But man, once I found Jesus Christ and turned my life over to him and let him completely rearrange my thinking and I got my head screwed on straight, I thought, man, this is actually pretty awesome. And it's really easy. When Nicodemus came to Jesus, Jesus didn't give him a list of 10,000 things that he needs to do. He simply said, Nicodemus, you need to be born again, period. It's in John 3. And Nicodemus said, what do you mean? That's, he, you're talking uh, gibberish to me. What do you mean born again? Do I got to enter again in my mother's womb, be born again? Jesus said, no. Be born of the water and the spirit. And it was really simple. So our message today, be born again. Get in a good church. Get under a good pastor, a God-called pastor. And it really becomes pretty easy at that point. So I do thank you for the call, Kevin. I hope that's helped you out because, you know, if if I... if I'm not saying you're not serving the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying some of these things can kind of be confusing until, and if you continue to listen to End Time, hopefully myself, Doug, and Vince, and our family here, and our our team will help unravel some of these things for you. Because we don't live like that. We don't live with, I mean, we're kind of at the tip of the sword on some of these things. We're getting censored, and I've had bomb threats here at the ministry, all kinds of stuff. But you know what? I'm not living in fear. I know what's coming in the, in the end time. I know that, that we're blacklisted from speaking at the United Nations and all this other stuff. They know who we are. But at the end of the day, you know what? I'm not living in fear. I'm walking with Jesus Christ. The Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Nobody. And so hopefully that's helped you and maybe somebody else, Kevin, who might have the same question. Why? All these things I can't answer. Just put your hope and faith and trust in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all this stuff's going to be, God will take care of all that stuff. You just trust in him. So thank you for the call, Kev. God bless you, my friend. Have a great weekend. Let's go to Jameer. God bless Jameer in Missouri. God bless you, uh, uh, Dr. Dave. I'd like to thank you and Dr. Baxter. You know, um, hello? Are you there? I'm, I'm here. Yes, sir. Okay, great, great. Um, I just want to give it the testimony. You know, when I was I was ten years old, my mom she left me over at my aunt's house, and she read the Book of Revelations to me. So I had all these nightmares, but at the same time, you know, I was uh, I was also a little bit excited about it. Yeah. And uh, the last twenty years, you know, what uh, being involved with you guys' ministry, I, I'm now teaching a uh, prophecy at like a, a small Bible college, and if, and if it wasn't for you, Doctor Baxter, and all all the team. Yeah. I just feel like I'll be shaking in my boots waiting for the rapture to come, even though I'm still kind of waiting for the rapture. Yeah. But I'm just excited to be part of this great revival and I'm, I'm full of hope. I, I work with uh, these missionaries in Pakistan, India and Philippines. And because of language barrier, I really can't teach them a prophecy. Yeah. But there's people that I'm training to work with from age 10, some even younger, all the way up to 80 in these nations. And they are just on fire for God, and I'm, I'm teaching them and praying for them, and, and we, we are ready. They're being persecuted. They don't care about any of that stuff. Right. But uh, because of you guys, because of Dr. Rob, I'm uh, able to do these things. Now, I'm not hiding in okay, but I'm out there preaching, preaching on the Internet because of the encouragement, because of what I know about the prophecies, and, and particularly what you guys teach. You know, we're just yes. ready to uh, destroy the kingdom of darkness. Overall, God's green earth because of this is his planet, and he's coming back to rule and reign, and we should be full of hope despite everything that's happening. Amen. 
Amen, my friend. Well, that's good news that you're out teaching it. And that's the goal is to learn it yourself and then go teach it. That's how we build and expand the kingdom of God. And so um, thank you. What a wonderful testimony. Any way I can help you, let me know. My email's drobbins at endtime.com. Any way I can help you with some teaching resources, anything, uh, let me know. And I uh, I can get some stuff into your hands, outlines, quizzes, all that stuff that you can share with your students. So uh, I do thank you for the call. I'm going to try to get to all of them uh, before we get done here today. Let's go to Barbara in Tennessee. God bless Barbara. Welcome to End of the Age. Uh, Hi, Brother Robbins, and I'm going to get right to the point. Um, I want to tell you first that um, I appreciate you and your wife and uh, brother and sister, uh, Judy Baxter. I I really uh, have a lot of confidence in God and you all uh, for a lot of things and a lot of reasons. Um, And I just, my main question is today is, how do we know 100% that the United States won't be in the world government with Europe and Israel won't be? And I'll let you answer that. I'll hang up the phone. Sure. Thank you. All right. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. So um, Daniel, in the book of 7, or in Daniel 7, God revealed to him four beasts, a lion with eagle's wings, a bear, four-headed leopard, and a ten-horned beast. And in verses 17 and 23, he says, these are, these beasts symbolize nations and the ruler of those nations. And it tells us in that chapter that those nations would be on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ, when the ancient of days would come back to establish his kingdom here on the earth. So it's not the old the global governing empires in Daniel 2. Those, were, those are all gone now. The um, Babylonian Empire, the Medes and the Persians, the Grecians, the Roman Empire, those, are, those aren't here anymore. We do have the Holy Roman Empire, but not the Roman Empire with the Caesars and the gladiators and all that. That's all gone. So these entities, these nations that would be on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ, the modern nations that they're symbolized by these animal symbols. The lion, Great Britain. The Bible says the lion had eagle's wings. And John, Daniel beheld till the eagle's wings were plucked to make stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And so that's the United States of America. What one of the other callers was just talking about, the Declaration of Independence. Daniel saw the Declaration of Independence 2,500 years ago when he was in Babylonian captivity. Then the bear... Russia, go to, go to Google News and look up Russian bear. Hundreds of articles will come up. Um, the leopard, the four-headed leopard is the modern-day nation of Germany. The ten-horned beast, the Holy Roman Empire, the current European Union. 650 years later, exiled out on the Isle of Patmos, John writes the book of Revelation. God shows John the same animal symbols symbolizing nations that would be on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Daniel saw four separate beasts. John saw one single beast. He said, I beheld till I saw a beast come up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. So we know the Holy Roman Empire is going to be involved there. That's the ten horns. Then it says it had the body of the leopard. 
So Germany's going to be involved. The feet as the feet of the bear. Russia. Mouth as the mouth of the lion. Great Britain. And so all of those nations are going to be involved in that world governing body. However, guess what is not mentioned there? The United States is not mentioned in that world governing beast. So it lets us know, one way or the other, we're not going to be fully engaged with the Antichrist world governing body in the end time. So the question is, what has happened to the eagle's wings? Now, prior to God revealing this stuff to my father-in-law, we thought, well, hey, we may have been knocked to our knees in a World War III. We may have become an isolationist country. What happened? Well, if you jump back one chapter to Revelation chapter 12, there's a war in heaven. This is three and a half years prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. There's a war in heaven. Michael, it's Satan's last-ditch effort in heaven to overthrow God. Well, of course, he's going to be defeated. So Michael and his archangels overcome Satan and his angels, bind them to the earth. The Bible says no more access to heaven for Satan. So the Bible says, hey, rejoice you that are in heaven, but woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because Satan comes down unto you having great wrath. This is the great tribulation. And the Bible says he persecutes the woman, which in that chapter, the woman with 12 stars around her head is Israel, and those that have the testimony of Jesus Christ. But in Revelation chapter 12, verse 14, it's very key. The Bible says the woman is carried away on the wings of a great eagle, where she is nourished in her place for time, times, and the dividing of time, which is that final three and one half years, which is the great tribulation. So it lets us know conclusively, the United States will not be part of the world government in the end time. We won't be fully engaged in that. We may still have our UN Security Council veto power, but we're not going to be uh, complying with the edicts of the world government and the Antichrist, and that Israel will not comply with the Antichrist because at the Battle of Armageddon, the world governing armies invade Israel. You do not invade a country that you already control. And so Israel and the United States will stand with each other all the way to the end And that's how we know the United States will not be involved in the end-time world government. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.